It's your boy. <laughs> what up, fam? No, please. I'll just I'll just start. Hello and welcome to the Kick Knowledge Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Steven. And we are two white boys who like talking about hip hop. Yes, we do. This both Stephen and I started uh, had the idea to start this podcast um, because we are both academics, if you will. We're both um, graduate scholars, students, yeah, scholars who are involved. I'm I am currently getting my master's in music theory, and then you. Yeah, I'm currently getting my uh, PhD in linguistics, um, but I'm studying linguistics in the context of hip-hop culture and hip-hop music. Yes. So he does more of, like, the rap stuff, and I do more, like, the beat stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, like, it's a good fit. It's You're yeah, yeah. doing the instrumentals, I'm doing the... Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we had this idea to start this podcast to sort of not only like have kind of a platform to, for us to just kind of geek out about hip hop stuff, but um, sort of like kind of bridge the gap between sort of hip hop and academia and then like hip hop in a more. In, in the sort of the standard setting, I guess. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause a lot of people, yeah. A lot of people don't even really know that hip hop studies in, in universities is like a thing. Like, so, to be to be honest, uh, being a hip hop scholar myself, I hardly even knew it was a thing. You know, so uh, because I think for a lot of us, um, well, unless you're in music, maybe musicology, maybe, but mm. for for a lot of hip hop scholars like myself, um, you're basically the only one in your you know, at your university researching hip-hop so it feels mm -hmm. like you're on an island but then a year ago uh in cambridge uh in the uk there was this amazing conference um called the international hip-hop studies conference it ain't where you're from it's where you're at and um it was hosted in cambridge university of cambridge and that's where zach and i actually met so you came there to present your work on, I believe it was the sample sampling in uh, in Paul's boutique of the yeah, Beastie, by the Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. That's right. Right, and I came there to present my language on uh, Tupac and his his uh, my research on Tupac's language development and uh, how uh, regional dialects of African American English are related to regional rap flows, uh, particularly mm. for the East and the West Coast. So mm. we came there. Uh, I was looking at the program, like at the booklet, uh, sort of the uh, the program of the conference, and I noticed that there's this this guy talking about Paul's Boutique, right? One of my <laughs> favorite sort of old school hip, old school hip hop records. And I'm like marking it down, like I definitely want to see that talk. And then I'm looking at like at the actual schedule, and I see that I'm scheduled. Right at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I believe you had sort of the same thing going on. Yeah. So that sucked. But it was a reason to sort of uh, talk to each other outside of the presentations at the conference. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, 
Yeah, no, I, I think you agree. Uh, we, we sort of had like similar levels of geeking out about rap, right? Geeking out about hip hop music, about uh, flows, about beats, sampling, production, uh, and everything related to hip hop, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of stayed in touch. And then uh, I know you were working on uh, this project on YouTube called the Sampling sampling uh, sample library. library sample Which library is kind of defunct <laughs> at this point i mean it just it just takes so long to, to to make those videos but hopefully i can kind of translate the segment into this podcast because i think it would work better in an audio format maybe especially for for we're both musicians you're a producer mm. i'm a producer rapper uh so we know our way around like uh, audio software and basically uh talking is fun right um, <laughs> yeah so uh so sort of separately from each other uh from one another we came up with the idea of starting a hip-hop podcast right yeah. and i was thinking uh i want to do a podcast on hip-hop but there's plenty of podcasts on hip-hop that are really enjoyable but a lot of mm -hmm. them are um not so much Yes, a couple of recommendations would be the Cypher podcast. Yes, which is definitely. absolutely fantastic. That's the that's the big one that comes to mind. They just had um, Tom Silverman on there, the guy who founded Tommy Boy Records. Oh right, yeah, that's it great. was so good. Whew, it was I really, mean, I really have good. to check. I'm anyway, like got like a huge backlog on on yeah yeah same on, on those podcasts because because you introduced me to those right, uh, mm. uh, and there and there is a lot of sort of hip hop culture. Like you got the brilliant idiots. You got uh, you got drink champs. You got a lot of sort of hip hop podcasts, but th they are more like sort of uh, hip hop TMZ kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like what what we're wanting to focus on is really kind of hip hop analysis, specifically like hip hop music analysis, and obviously also talking about how it relates to like hip hop culture and all that stuff. But um. But yeah, that's kind of the goal, I think, that, yeah. that we have in mind. And what we want to do is like have several segments w within the podcast, in between us just kind of shooting the shit and just talking. <laughs> um, just doing specific like segments where we talk about a specific album or song or musical concept within hip-hop, where I would focus on some aspect of like hip-hop production. Maybe it would be... The 808 drum machine or the, I don't know, auto-tune or, like, a specific sample, like, you know. Like the Amen break like or that. something. Like, yeah, I remember the, yeah, you did a video like on that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, or I could talk I'll like, about, I'll like, link that in the, the, the description. I'll link yeah, that in the description. Yeah, we will. Or we will forget. Shameless plug. <laughs> if we forget, you can just use Google. It's, it's easy. Mm. Um, yeah, or I would talk about, like... Um, different styles of, of rhyme schemes, um, mm -hmm. different styles of rap flows, how language relates to, to music. Um, and we, we'd also like to, uh, at some point at least, uh, maybe quite soon, depends, um, like invite, invite people, uh, interview them about their research, um, hip-hop related research. Basically, what we want to do in this podcast is uh, whatever we do, whatever we're discussing, it's always going to be hip hop related and it's always going to include, uh, or the perspective is always going to be 
the fifth element of hip-hop. So traditionally, uh, you may well know, dear audience, that hip-hop is said to have four sort of four pillars, right? So you have MCing, DJing, breaking, and graffiti. Uh, but then the Zulu nation, Africa Bambada, came around and he said, no, there's actually five elements. The fifth element of hip-hop is knowledge. And what yeah. we want to do in this podcast, the Kick Knowledge Podcast, which is, uh, as you might have heard in the uh, intro music, sort of inspired of this of the ether takeover beef by Nas and Jay-Z, right? <laughs> ask, me, ask me if I'm trying to kick knowledge, right? Um, we want to kick knowledge all the time. So we want to kick knowledge when we're discussing our own research. We want to kick knowledge when we're interviewing uh, other people about their hip-hop research. But also we want to kick knowledge when we're sort of fighting it out uh, to sort of see if Jay Dilla is better than Kanye West or not, or if... Uh, as a producer, or if if is it okay that Eze had ghostwriters, uh, and mm. if so, is it also okay that Drake might have had ghostwriters, right? Yeah. Like in whenever whatever we discuss, uh, we want to kick knowledge. We want to use the infuse the fifth element of hip hop into yes. this podcast, so that when you're Whoa. done listening, you you walk away. Uh, with more knowledge on hip hop, you not also just have more opinions. On you, yes, you you also have knowledge that you can kick as well. Yeah, definitely. So if if we like like, yeah, you you can kick the uh, you, you can use this new knowledge to kick exactly. And then if if you think we're we're sort of missing the point, uh, feel free to let us know. Right. So we're we're, yeah. we're on Twitter. We're on all social media. We're starting a website. Mm -hmm. So. Um, please let us know uh, because we're open to um, challenging uh, our own ideas and the ideas of others. Totally, totally. Um, kind of going back to like how I guess both of us got started within, I guess not hip hop, not only just hip hop, like just us, like as being you know fans, because that's in my opinion that's like first and foremost, like yeah, the most I mean that's thing. it's sort of the passion. Uh, for hip hop, that that is that lies at the foundation of everything, I guess. For us, mm -hmm. um, I mean, we wouldn't have started researching hip hop if we weren't like really into hip hop. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um. But like the way I got started, in it was, I mean, I it was like my junior year of my undergrad. Um, and I was really looking into going to grad school for music theory or musicology. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my my music theory professor at the time, who was writing a lot of stuff about hip hop. And I like he just straight up like I was talking to him about my interest in grad school, and he he just straight up asked me, he's like, well, "What kind of music do you like?" <laughs> and it was weird because no music professor had really asked me that before. No, like no one's like, "Well, what do you like to listen to?" Because I like a lot of like it, for those who you know have been involved in music schools and in a university it's very much like okay here's all the stuff that you like and you should listen to and you should learn and understand and analyze and all that but no, there's no real like okay well what do you like let's talk about what you like and what do you want to do i don't that's a whole separate tangent <laughs> but anyway um and i just started talking about hip-hop because that's what i like to listen to like yeah, in my car obviously and, yeah yeah you know, i talked about i like listening to Jay-Z and I was really into Childish Gambino at the time. And 
he was just like, well, you know, that's like a thing. That's like a area of research that people do. And I was like, what? You know, I didn't know like idea. thing people do for a living. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah. I didn't even, I had no idea. So then yeah. I immediately jumped on that and, and you know, here we are. Yeah, and, here we are. Yeah. So, so for me, uh, this journey to studying, like to becoming what I call a hip hop linguist, um, that started when I was like eight or nine years old. And I was, uh, I grew up in a very musical family. Uh, so my, my dad's this huge record collector and he, there'd always be music all, all, all the time in the house, playing in the house. Right. Um, and he, he regularly like buy me or bring me home, uh, like new records that he heard that came out that he found interesting that he wanted to see if I liked. Right. And usually, yeah, I liked it, but then he brought home the Marshall Mathers LP by Eminem, and I, I put mm. that, I put that record on. And mind you, like I'm from the Netherlands, so English isn't like a native language here or anything. It's, uh, it's my second language. At the time, I didn't speak much English, probably just a few words, but I did know what criminal meant, right? Because it's very similar to the Dutch word for criminal. Mm. So I skipped to track 18 put that record on and uh, you know why because I'm a criminal it just <laughs> blew my mind and from that point onward I, I i just sort of i just sort of uh i just had to know what what eminem was rhyming about right because it was so mm -hmm. uh so exciting to me so that was sort of my introduction to the english language and to hip-hop at the same time so if i curse on this um if i curse a lot on this podcast that's probably the reason <laughs> the Marshall Mathers LP was sort of my first introduction to English. So, you know, uh, uh, I promise I won't That's say crazy. fuck for six minutes. Six minutes slim shady, you're on. We can't promise anything. No, um, we can't. No, we can't promise anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But, um, but, and so, so from that point onward, I, I became interested in English and language and in hip hop music and at university. I started studying English, um, uh, here in Groningen, in the Netherlands, where I live. And mm -hmm. um, at some point realized that I could combine my interest in, in hip-hop culture and African-American English um, in, in hip-hop music. I could combine those interests into like one uh, PhD project. And that's what I'm working on, working, working on right now. And it's, uh, it revolves around Tupac, uh, Tupac's language development um, to see if his accent changed when he moved from the east to the west coast, and then related to that is all kinds of stuff that I'm working on, like um, uh, how the east coast African American English and west coast accents um, differ from each other, and how that is sort of uh, related to how east coast rap and west coast rap mm -hmm. uh, is different from each other. So that's what I'm currently working on right now. Like tomorrow when I go to work. Uh, I'm, I'm going to write about that kind of stuff. So um, it's been a long time coming, uh, but still every day I'm, I'm sort of surprised, right? That, mm -hmm. that hip hop studies is, is for real a thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know? It's yeah. like, it, it sounds like something <laughs> you make up, you know, but it's, mm -hmm. it's for real a thing. And uh, I guess that last year uh, at the Cambridge conference. And for me, uh, a few months earlier, there was a, a conference in uh, Finland in Helsinki, uh, also a hip hop studies conference. Those were sort of the first 
times I realized that this was actually a thing, that there were hundreds <laughs> of people ac across the world that were doing this and that were yeah. doing this from all kinds of perspectives, mm -hmm. uh, sociological, musicological, linguistic, mm -hmm. uh, anything you can think of. And it's just really exciting, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Totally. Well, a, a lot of what my research has to do with is kind of looking at, like, looking at producers as musicians basically and musicians and as like composers too because it's yeah. like when like the amount of, and i've heard a ton of people like sort of share the same sentiment where it's like producers don't get as near as much credit as they should mm -hmm. and that is absolutely true but not only from like a like a social standpoint where it's like within the world of kind of the hip-hop um, zeitgeist, I guess. Like, I, I would definitely say that, like, rappers get more attention overall than producers. Um, I think that, like... I think that's changing, though, and that's that's exciting. Changing, but it's it's funny. It's interesting. We should, like, devote an entire episode to this. Because, I mean, if you look back at, like, the 70s and 80s, it was the other way around, right? Mm -hmm. It was the, the DJ or the, like... like Let's call the DJ the producer because essentially the producer was the DJ. That's kind of how it, yeah. That's how right it back then. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't Melly Mel and the other people. It was Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, right? Like exactly. A lot of people think that the message is wrapped by Grandmaster Flash because I don't know that's sort of the name on the bill, right? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's but <laughs> so like to, to like imagine. Um, like that uh people said uh i don't know uh that illmatic wasn't a nas album but that it was a premier large professor q-tip uh album basically yeah right? like, <laughs> that's that's weird but that was how it was uh back in the day but to be honest if it, you're you're making a fair point that is coming back right um uh if you're i i think a lot of uh the appeal of like artists like future isn't isn't necessarily the rapper right mm -hmm. i'd i'd say that um like like uh the producers like metro boomin and stuff they they're the oh, ones yeah. that are driving the trap scene it's yeah it, like those guys i mean like yeah. i was watching a, a documentary i think it was from vice about like the atlanta trap scene and they were talking about like they interviewed metro boomin and he's in the studio like eight to nine hours a day yeah he's if not longer ass yeah. off. like it's it's i mean personally i've never been super impressed with any of metro boomin's beats but i still highly 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 respect, respect it. like yeah i yeah, think that um, for us that that might be like uh it might be because of the sort of minimalist nature of, of trap and yeah. sort of uh how it's also kind of formulaic in a sense Maybe more so than than sort of the hip hop we primarily like, um, in the sense that um, it isn't necessarily the compositions that make it so good or or not good. Uh, in, in the case of trap, it's mostly like 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 sound design. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you tweak the eight oh eight? How do you tweak the snares, yep. the the drum yep. rolls, right? Uh, and I think. Um, uh, I think we should appreciate sort of that subgenre of hip hop, oh, totally. um, in, 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 for for different reasons than we appreciate Jay Dilla, 
right? Mm-hmm. Or yes, mm-hmm. right? It's it's. I mean, if we're gonna compare the complexity of 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 of, of um, like backpack wrap and yeah uh, and like trap. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, backpack wrap is gonna win, but it doesn't mean that trap isn't really exciting. Yeah, uh, totally. And at, at least at some points. Yeah. Um, and kind of going back to what I was talking about, like currently, like what I'm working on right now is like looking specifically, and this is hopefully the plan right now for my master's thesis is looking at Jay Dilla and like specific beats from like by Jay Dilla, like and that's looking crazy. at him as a composer. Yeah, that's and like great. really doing. Like, you know, rhythmic and, like, analysis of, like, how he used samples. Because the way he would, you know, like, his sampling technique was just mind... It's just insane, some of the stuff that he would do. Like if you want to like, reverse engineer those beats, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, you can't Which, sort of figure out... It's <laughs> it's like these chops of, like, 100 milliseconds or something. And But if you leave them out, half the sort of bounce is gone. Um, it's, it, yeah... I mean, I'm really curious to see what you're what you're gonna write about that. Uh, what you're gonna right find now? Out. I'm trying to remake one of his beats by it's a beat he did for Black Star called uh, "Little Brother," mm. and um, he did a he chopped up this Roy Ayers song, and the way he cho- he had like because most of the song has Roy Ayers like singing over it, but he like made these little bitty micro chops. Yeah, so he never gets the voice, and then. But then, like you just hear the like the the beat, just the instrumental, and it just sounds like it does. It doesn't sound like there's a, a voice. Yeah. There's like a little bit that he left in there of of Royer's voice, but like other otherwise, it just sounds like a completely smooth. It's crazy. Like, it doesn't sound like it's chopped at all. And no. like I've been, I was just sitting there literally the other day on Ableton. I don't have like an NPC or anything right now. Hopefully, I'll be able to get one soon. But right now, I'm literally just on Ableton, just like. Tweak like, like uploading, dra- dragging the, and like, dropping, yeah, <laughs> yeah, into the, the the sampler and just like looking and it's like, okay, where where did he chop this? And just listening to it over and over, and I'm just like, I don't know what, how the fuck he did this. This is insane. All right, we got to wrap up the first episode right now. My name is Stephen Gilbers. With me was Zach Diaz, and you've been listening to the Kick Knowledge Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, follow us on social media, and stay tuned for the next episode.